I didn't want to start the story about a woman having sex with a ghost before we started the podcast. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I just said I'm having sex with a ghost right now. Um, you yeah. answered my question the other day, so thank you. You're welcome. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm Michelle Moore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is Look. our podcast. It's called No Lies Detected. It is. That's what it's called. We're doing a lot of things right now. We are live streaming this. Mm-hmm. We are trying a mobile setup right now to see if we could just travel the world and never come back here. Let me tell you <laughs> just something. Do a podcast. Multitasking while I'm high is not the thing to that- do. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> We fucked really up. Isn't. We fucked up. Um, I was going to say that I read a story the other day about a woman that um, is apparently marrying a ghost. She was engaged to someone and then she met a ghost and she fell in love with the ghost and left who she was with. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold mm-hmm. on, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on. Now, I didn't know that she was engaged to a human being. Yes, there was another person that she was actively with and then she met someone new. I mean, that is a blow <laughs> if ever I've heard of one. Like, he's a human being, and she's like, yeah. sorry. And she was quoted in the article as saying that um, out of all of the orgasms she's had, none of the men that she's been with have lived up to the ghost. You know what? I believe that. Yeah. I, you know what? I believe it, too. I've had better orgasms by myself. I, I've had all of my orgasms by myself, I feel like, <laughs> pretty much. By myself. By, by the myself. Best ones, They've been say. great. It's a shame that no one was there to see them. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, what, quite a show. Talk about being ghosted. Hey. This, oh, God. Listen. First I've, of all, I've ex- well, there's a please and a thank you. <laughs> listen. <laughs> See, this no is demands. A, this we don't is, answer demands. <laughs> this is why Michelle can't be on live stream. <laughs> <laughs> we do not demand things here. No, That's no. That's the first lesson of Fight Club. <laughs> we do not demand. We ask very politely. And then I will think about it. And then she will think about it. And you still might not get an answer. Have oh, you- oh, oh, no, no, no. They were saying, talk about being ghosted. They were talking about the guy, oh. the human guy being ghosted. Like, oh, or huh. they just want to oh, know sorry. about our experiences No, with don't ghosting. apologize, girl. Who's is wow, that guy? See- I can't See, tell. Listen, we're now high. you're all fucked up because I'm sorry. you don't know anyone's no. gender. No, you're <laughs> trying to apologize for something you just yelled at someone for because now you have more context and you're like you're talking into a microphone. It's staring at your phone. There's too many things happening. So why don't you quiet your okay. little heart, soy boy? I am sorry. <laughs> so fine. Wait, they so boy. I'm so sorry. Boom. I can't. I can't see from here. I all I see yeah, is you. A your head. eyes are getting smaller and smaller <laughs> as you talk right now. All I see is a head, and I know it's a black person <laughs> or a person of color. It's definitely not a white person. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. All right. You made a joke, so and what? I didn't get it. Okay, so do they want to know anything about being ghosted or no? Uh, oh, they were saying talk about being ghosted. No, the, yeah, they. He was. Just I get saying, it now. Talk about. Wow, I guess you should apologize. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, just I sit thought here. you got it when I explained it to you. I just didn't care enough to get it because I didn't feel, think there was anything to get. Because I wasn't yelling at anyone. I was just living my life calmly. This is why. Collected. Okay. You're sitting here with my fucking cat ears on, just yelling at people about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Um, so we're back. This is a special edition. This is because we recorded a bunch of other episodes, but then we saved special time for each other. We did because it's Scorpio season, which is uh, Megan's season. It's me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And um, so we're going to whatever we're doing today, you'll hear it's going to be happening in Scorpio season. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad we hung out for this special occasion where we have no specific plans on what we're doing differently than any other podcast we've ever done. Oh my god, guys. But what a birthday present to me, man. More yeah. work. <laughs> <laughs> Numbered all the episodes already, but fuck me, right? Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, you're well, fine. I thought I was doing something nice by saying let's I mean, do a, a scorpion. You brought me season. bread. I did. We ate soup. She made stoop. I made stoop, which is a mix of it was. It was doing. It was. Soup. I was impressed with it. It was very it was, good. Okay, thank you. She was worried about it not being seasoned properly. I did. I said that I didn't want to be a stereotypical white person that can't season things. She seasoned it very nicely. Okay, good. Not good. too salty. Good. Not just pepper. Damn. Wow. You know, I do love pepper. Because I, I've known white people do love pepper. I've known some white people to make chicken and not season the chicken. Just before put they, pepper on it and you're <laughs> fine. They just put the bad boy in the oven and just put some pepper on it at, at the end. And I'm like, I'm mm, pretty sure that's not how it works. That's no incorrect. Tastes incorrect like Correct usage of pepper. Um, yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad that it all worked out. I had to get rid of a bunch of vegetables. This is what your 30s is the day after Halloween. Yes. Merry Christmas, everyone. Used to be, <laughs> God, bitch, you would be that type of bitch. That is 1000% you. I think the minute that it turned November 1st, I saw you put up a meme or something Christmas related, letting everyone know I am not the one to fuck with. It is Christmas season. I like Nikki. Nikki likes Christmas like I do. I like fuck her. Nikki. I li- <laughs> fuck Nikki and both of your Disney loving, joy having bullshit asses. Oh. I used to get drunk on Halloween. I used to get wasted and make questionable decisions. And <laughs> I went to bed early last night and was excited about starting my new journal today so wow hello grown-up hello what did i do yesterday i watched the shining okay i got i got high uh and i ate candy that is a pretty adult halloween that's pretty good i'd say so and i saw that first episode of um uh, channel zero the oh yeah four. you're trying to sell me on this channel zero yes thing. i'm gonna get one of these as well guys yeah we're this gonna get matching little mas- matching little kimonos and we're gonna wear them every time we podcast together i'm really excited mariah carey makes 500k every year from her christmas album as she should yes she gave her soul hey. to the devil hey glinda and she deserves that money y- yes well Buster. somebody loves you somebody loves you i love you. them too Somebody she loves you as well, Michelle. Uh, I love and myself. And it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I propose. Okay. Oh, well. oh, my God. I saw a video on Facebook today where this man uh, threw his, his girlfriend a surprise party. I didn't know where that sentence was going to go. It's 2018. <laughs> anything could have happened. <laughs> you can't pause right after through his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he threw his girlfriend a surprise party. Okay. But her birthday was like the week before, so she was a little bit confused. And then he got down on one knee, and she literally just fell backwards, like fainted. Oh my god! Completely passed out. Wow! It was hilarious. Uh, her mom didn't great. think so, but oh, it was. No. <laughs> that's a story that's going to be told for forever. She definitely had a concussion, but she said yes when she woke up. I mean, but it, was she in her right mind to even be able to give the yes? 
Um, I don't know, because um, I'm over here living my life, so I don't I know. I mean, I assume, yeah. I mean, I, I assume. I'm assuming that they're together. That's. I mean, though, people do stay in a lot of relationships for no goddamn reason with no intent of doing anything, so maybe she... This is true. This is true. We'll see. If someone proposed to you publicly, like, at oh, a no. stadium... No. <laughs> nope. Well, first of all, I don't think we could, either of us would be with anyone that would do that no. type of shit. You damn right. The only place you're allowed to propose to me is... If I'm doing a show and all my friends have shown up and paid for a ticket. Right. And oh, then you can wait, propose. I love how you say all my friends have shown up and they've paid. And they've paid. <laughs> yeah. No one's on the list this time. Um, that's my dream. If I could do every holiday yes. like that. Yes. We're recording a podcast. That's why we're holding mics. <laughs> we just like to hold mics sometimes for fun. It's just a thing we do. Um, yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I couldn't. Like, remember when that whole um, flash mob thing was happening? Oh, yeah. Where people were like... Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I know people that have been proposed to in a flash mob-ish no. type of way. No, 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 no. <laughs> not you? No. You're not the one for that? No, act like I didn't know the person. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That would be the end. Oh, interesting. Because so you wouldn't, you wouldn't be someone that I say yes, even if I feel uncomfortable to say no later. Because some oh, no, people, I, I can't lie. No. That's true. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I'm not really good at that. I would just be like. Oh, my God. You'd be on the Jumbotron. <laughs> and you'd look, you'd look at that man next to you. And you would just, you'd shake your head like, oh, you fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I'm, and you'd get up quietly. And you'd walk up those stairs <laughs> by yourself with your, with your popcorn and your hot dog. And, uh, and you would exit the stadium I, peacefully. I, I don't mind being in front of an audience. Clearly, I don't mind. Yeah. But uh, I want it to be planned. I, I want to have control over it. So if of I'm course doing a you do, show, Sagittarius. <laughs> but if somebody decides on their their own accord, like today's the day. Oh yeah, you don't. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot. This is the one who's like, you're not gonna call me when you want to. That's call right. Me. You're gonna hear from me when I that's want right. to speak to you. That's right. That's, yes, that's correct. me. That's me. If you listen to previous episodes of the podcast, Michelle has talked about how there was a time where she didn't have her own phone and people had to contact her husband at the time to That's get right. in touch with her at all. That's right. Yeah. It makes sense to me. It still makes sense. <laughs> and that was almost six years great. ago. <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> I, wish I, I, wish, I wish I still had a husband to do that with now because <laughs> now I have to take the phone calls. Yeah, fuck that. You should get another one just for that purpose. I mean, I guess we could just invest in like, I don't know. Voicemails, assistance. Well, you know, I do have a voicemail. I did ha have a voicemail, then I changed it because mm. I realized that people people were making business calls and calling me for business reasons. And me picking up the phone saying, hello? Hello? Didn't work. Uh, hello? I can't hear you. Oh, that yeah. That kind yeah. of answering, that wasn't... That wasn't productive for you? You were... <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> and every single time, somebody would be like, uh, I thought I was talking to you. Um, so this is so-and-so with Blue Cross Blue Shield. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you would have hung up by then. Yeah. you. I mean, to be fair, they should know better. Right. If they don't know you, then they don't know you, and they won't know you. I don't no. know what that means, but it felt right. It sounds right. Okay. Feels good. Uh, listen, is there anything about Scorpio season in particular that you're excited about? Because not only is it Scorpio season, but this Venus is in motherfucking Scorpio. And guess whose Venus is in Scorpio? It's me. It's a lot that's happening right now. Actually, I thought I would be going through a lot more life shit. With well, maybe may, maybe me hanging out with you is rubbing, that is rubbing off on me because that's what I feel like I'm going through right now. <laughs> I think you're taking the brunt of it. I do. I do. I lost my car this week. It's no car. Song. 
I lost my car and my dog. <laughs> I never had a dog. Um, I mean, you're like a step parent to Margo right now. Yeah. She's living she's her kind of life. She's my dog. I've sure. never had a pet. You can have her anytime. Somebody's asking, what do you guys think about... I can't see. What do you guys think about poly, po- polyamory? polyamory? Oh. What do we think about polyamory? Well, in Scorpio season, we're a big <laughs> fan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll go first. Uh, I like the idea of polyamory. I didn't really know that was a thing until a few years ago. You know, I don't have any problems with anything that anybody chooses to do that is not harmful to anybody else. Honestly, I really don't have an opinion on, like, I believe that all sexuality is fluid. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even with people who don't, some people will state claim, like, I am this. And for me, I'm like, no, you're not. Like everything has some sort of, we're all attracted to something, someone, some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. It might not always be in a in an intimate way, but like I talk about, um, I talk about, uh, I've talked about UFC, you like okay. MMA fighting and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and it's it, it's funny to me because it's a whole predominantly um, heterosexual men that watch that sport. Not to say that women don't or anybody else isn't, but predominantly it's run by <clears throat> very, very like blue collared um, type of individual that's just like, mm. you know, fearful of g- anything gay. Like sun- Sunday night boy barbecue. Right, exactly. Yeah. But they're watching two men roll around. And that's together. why I'm watching it. it. Right. <laughs> right. That's and, what I'm here for. And there's for. something erotic about that. And I don't think that they yeah. tap into that. It doesn't necessarily mean that you you want that, but you are attracted to it in some way. Yeah, you're fascinated you're by fascinated watching You're fascinated by watching, watching it. Because half the time, you don't even know what they're doing. All, you, all you're waiting for well, is kicking, somebody, kicking is somebody to submit. You have an entire thesis based on (laughs) MMA fighting, which I appreciate. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I appreciate it. Um, Okay. Yeah, I'm here for polyamory. Yeah, me. I'm here for it too. Anyone that wants to love me, and that I want to love in return. I don't know if 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 it's something for me myself. If I if I would. I don't know if I if I could be a part of. It would, it would take for me like a very specific relationship and connection with someone. I think so. And then also, because I do believe that you can be in love with more than one person. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure. So I understand how that works. Yeah. But it would, the, it would have to be beyond just like, oh, I'm in love with these two separate people. It would be like, oh, I'm in love with these people. And there's communication to the point that I can even have right. this without it being a stressful thing. Right. I, I don't know as far as like living with like... Oh, with like multiple partners. Yeah, that would be a little just because, and not because I don't think I could handle it. I just, I just like my space, and the more people that are in the home, the worse it is for me. <laughs> well, you could have husband number one that lives with you, and then husband number two has his own apartment. Ooh, see, or you could have your own apartment, and then husband number one and number two both have their own apartments. Ooh, <laughs> or an apartment together that you can just visit whenever you want. With separate rooms. Right. Like, meet me at the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you get to go back to your place. Yes, I'm for this. Okay, good. I like this. <laughs> so, uh, Michelle's here for polyamory <laughs> as long as she's on her own lease, the fuck alone. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, somebody asked a question from. How's the book, book com- coming come along? along? What book? The Who? book that I want to write, it's not started. <laughs> yeah, because I want to write a book too, so I don't uh, know. Girl. Oh, well, it's NaNoWriMo right now. It's it's National like Novel Writing Month. So Is that what that is? Everything yeah. is a month or a day. There's a, a bunch of days that didn't exist, I feel like, when I was younger. I don't know what magical calendar everyone has. They wake up and it's like, it's National Boyfriend Day. I'm like, who the fuck said it's National Boyfriend Day? Yeah, there's National Hot Dog Day. How did you all find this out? Yeah. No I one told me. I don't really keep I up see, with that stuff. I see Memorial Day here. I see Christmas. I do not see National <laughs> Boyfriend Day or they National have, Taco Day. They have the Pancake Day, Donut Day, Spaghetti Day. When the fuck is Tondra's Day? Every day. That's goddamn right. <laughs> that was the right answer. Correct. You win. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no whammies. <laughs> um... Yeah, this Scorpio season so far, though, we got uh, we got off track from the Scorpio season. I'm trying to bring it back. We're going to bring it back. We have um, we still have time. And we always have time. We make the time. We make the time. Um, my 33rd birthday is coming up. I'm going to be oh, 33. Shoot. 33. 33. Damn. It's happening. I'm going to be 37. Hey. Girl, what is this life? You know what I realized last night? I was hanging out with a friend who's, I think she's 25 right now. And I've known her since she was 19, mm. I realized. And then I realized I met her when I was 25 or 26. Oh, And shoot. I'm looking at her and I was like, yo, you have so much life to come. Like, like I moved here still. when I was 26. So many people that I was like yeah. in love with, so many different situations. My life has completely changed from that. Yeah. But then it made me realize with perspective, bitch, you have a lot of life left because... I know. That's what we were just talking about earlier. That's so nuts. Like... Because it, it feels like once you're in your 30s, it's like, okay, is this how it's just going to be? But then I realized that that's what I thought when I was 25 or 26. Yeah. And everything changes. Everything changes. And you think you, you, think you know yourself. Like, like, this is it for me. I'm, I'm forever going to be this person, this way. Nothing's going to change me. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, your whole world changes. I think about like people that I was friends with when I first moved here. Yeah. And a very specific group of people I was friends with. I don't see like any of them. Right. There's an entirely new group of people and that's just going to keep happening. Right. I, 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 my mom's, cause I'm not going home for Christmas and my mom was like, uh, welcome to Los Angeles. Right. <laughs> not many of us do. <laughs> my, my mom was like, you know, asking me if I'm going to come, come home. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to come home. I just, you know, and, uh, I said, maybe I'll throw a party. And I said, who the fuck's coming to a party that I'm throwing? First of all. I am. Right. <laughs> it would be you and maybe one other person. It'd be me, husband, friend. No, he's going to be Oh, never London. mind. Fuck him. Right. <laughs> never mind. Husband, friend's off. Off the list. Done. <laughs> I'll say it. Um, How yeah. dare you go home and see your family? Yeah, fuck he's going to be like, he's going to be gone for a month. What kind of fucking privilege? Didn't know about Michelle before No Lies Detective, but goddamn, y'all are both so talented, amazing. Wow. Thanks, man. Look at that. Appreciate you. The world is so you. very big. I love it. What's the... Wait, their name is Witchy Fat. Yes! <laughs> All the things I love. Witches and fat people. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, he's going to be gone for a whole month. And wow. Yeah, but that, and who's going to bring us cookies? Who's going to oh, get I us bread? He's going to make cookies. Okay, good. I spoke to him today. He said wow. he's definitely going to make us cookies. Wow, good. Um, 
I'm really excited for you guys to start this podcast back up, and then he's going to be gone for a month. This <laughs> seems like a great idea. Can't wait for episode That's one and then episode two three months later. <laughs> Perfect. But That's uploaded the do. same week. I love That's it. That's how we do. Witchy fat. So fucking relatable. I love it. Um, um, okay. my, my favorite thing to do, <laughs> it was not my favorite thing to do, but when people that I'm friends with are like, oh, you have a new podcast with Michelle. We don't know Michelle. Tell us about Michelle. How do you know her? And I'm like, I met this bitch 10 years ago. And then we never hung out until 10 years later where we started a podcast. Oh, it's a true that's love. That's pretty much what happened. And then I pull up your skin deep shit and I'm like, watch this. And then we go in reverse. We watch the one after you guys realized you were separating. Okay. And then Wait, we these go- are actually people you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, these are people I... This isn't just, like, the internet. Like, okay, we're watching okay, a reaction okay. video. Yeah, okay. Can you imagine if I was, like, like oh, let's together. fucking react to this? <laughs> uh, no, I, the other night, my friend was over, and I was try- explaining you, and I was, like, let's get... Th- Instead of me being, like, Michelle, who does music and does all these other things, I'm, like, let's look at her divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let's watch the divorce, and then let's go back to when they still were married and wanted to be together. <laughs> What's been the census? What's like... Oh, everyone thinks Elliot's very attractive. Oh, he is. Yeah, which is true. He's attractive. He's a beautiful man. I'm cuter, but whatever. I mean, you... I'm just going to say that, like, you're cute in the in the first video, chronologically, but the second video... Mama didn't come like, to play! It's like the skin is on point, like, it, like, the makeup, the hair, the teeth. The teeth, they're, like, so white and just, like, touching each yes. other. So you're like, wow, look at the alignment on this yes. bitch. Yes. Braces, girl. Just looking great. Ding. Real cute in the first one, but that second one, it's like, fuck. I came you to saw, get it done. You conquered. That's right. You did. No. But I yeah, it. no, I loved, I loved, we were thinking about doing another one with them eventually, maybe next year. You should just take over the fucking channel. <laughs> Truly. If it, you, let's just make it about you and husband friend and your podcast and you guys just talking it through. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved your podcast before, but it did get so much better when you guys separated. It did. <laughs> it did though. It was all of a sudden, not that it was more interesting. It was, well, it no, was, it was fascinating to watch two people be so mature about something in a way that I just don't often see people. Well, yeah. Also because being. we just started being a little bit more honest with ourselves and each other. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it, it was definitely a lot of people were like, oh, you guys don't seem too sad about it. And I'm like, no, it's it's pretty sad. But we're yeah. also it's kind of like it's a bittersweet kind of thing because we're understanding and like now our relationship is wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have killed for this. It's a it's like, a hell of a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing makes you better friends than divorce. Right. <laughs> You don't have to do anything. You just have to. Now I just get to be your friend. You can just be yourself and be there to support you doing your right. shit. But like, I get to go back to my apartment and right. And we talk about all the time. We both love the fact that we just don't have to. Do, we don't. Not even saying that we we were dealing with each other. It's just one of those things where we realize we're just better off as friends. We function yeah. better in that way. But he is my best. Sometimes friend. you gotta fuck someone for thirteen years to figure out you just want to be friends with them. Sometimes it's a long game. Sometimes. <laughs> Um, okay, so okay, were we? Are Is we there any wisdom th- you want to bestow on me for my thirty third year in this world? My thirty fourth year, I guess technically. I don't think I have any of the wisdom that you don't already know. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Correct that, answer. You you got it again. That's true. <laughs> um, no, I would say you have a lot of wi- you. I I think you're a very good influence on me because I feel like ever since you and I started hanging out, I feel less inclined to deal with bullshit. 
Yeah. I mean, I wasn't about bullshit before, but I would accept a lot more. Yeah. And then I feel like you came into my life, and uh, and this is where I proposed. And, I- uh, <laughs> and now I'm just like, what would Michelle do? And Michelle wouldn't even respond to this fucking text message. <laughs> and I'm not going to respond to this text message. But then I'm a Scorpio, so then, like, you know. I like something, but I don't respond. You know, you, gotta, you, you give where you can. Yeah. I, I just think, I think that we're both learning a lot from each other. Yeah. And Why don't you get on that mic, baby girl? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I have to put it. my mouth on it. Put um, your mouth on it. That's why I got that little pop filter situation for you, baby Um, We... I'm a great influence on you, I. Michelle, you are the best. I so relate True. to you, your, honest, your honesty. Um. Uh, wait, let's see. We're, we're reading comments and... We're not reading anything. Michelle's reading comments. Okay, sorry. <laughs> the both of you inspired me to do my mother's birth chart and she... The most Virgo person could most be. Most Virgo a person could be. As long as those Megan Tonja's Twitter arguments never cease. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if I'm fighting with someone, we're probably actually friends on Twitter. You know, I've started... Okay, so this is what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened um, two days ago on Twitter. Okay. Somebody posted a, a video. Oh, I should say somebody. I want to say it's MSNBC. They posted a video okay. of Jay Leno talking about... Oh, having two jobs. Having two jobs since he was 16. And, yeah. you know, that shit <laughs> I saw pissed your me off. I retweeted it, and I was like, who the fuck cares? Truly. I'm a black woman living in America with three-plus jobs. Yeah. Like, who's your audience, MSNBC? Like, this is nobody else, nobody in this world anymore yeah. is impressed by a millionaire white man talking about having two jobs, having two jobs back in the 1960s and 50s, and now, yeah. like, as if to say, where they could they could work at a fast food restaurant and buy a house with it right. down the street from I their family. I flipped burgers, so I know what it's like to work hard. Listen, you were 14. Get the <laughs> fuck over it. We all had a summer job. Jesus Christ. And some of us are still working. Some like, of us are nothing but summer jobs. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I hate this idea that yeah. is, it's being promoted in this way that like, if you worked hard, if you work hard, you can have this as well. And it's just That's like. That's not true. Um, no. That's not true at all. What you need to do, what they need to do is start showing more diverse people, mm-hmm. more women, more people that, that way, because it, it resonates with a, a different kind of audience. Yeah. An audience that is predominantly no the world. fuck about Jay Leno. No, exactly. Certainly not. No. And uh, no one's like, this is a different no. time. This is I, I love, I love the, I was 16 and flipping burgers and <laughs> dude, if you don't get the fuck off And now this I TV, have 400 cars and that's how that works. Okay. Bless. Let's, let, we're going to answer questions. Do you want to get some questions? We have okay. emails. We have some emails. So uh, if you want advice from us, uh, we have an email address, noliesdetected at gmail.com. We have a ton of questions, and I have not vetted these beforehand to see what any of them are about. Um, there's so a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions. Uh, okay. I, I'm just going to click into one. Oh, God. Okay? Here we go, y'all. This one is titled, New Job, Same Bad Bitch. <laughs> man said Jay Leno doesn't even care about Jay Leno. Jay Leno being alive was news to me. Okay. Divine goddesses Megan and Michelle. First, I'd like to thank you for providing the internet with top quality content. I've been a longtime follower of Megan and have recently delved into the content Michelle has created. From your podcast to your social media platforms, you make my day so much better and I love hearing your advice and rants. You can say my name. 
I'm Raina, and I'm soon to be 24 year old, and I live in Chico, California. Bitch, why don't you just give us your fucking social security too? You don't give us all the goddamn information. <laughs> I mean, she sent pictures. I'm also a Scorpio. Hey, Scorpio, Sun, and Moon, Libra rising. New job, same bad bitch. I'm starting. <laughs> That's a Scorpio, and you right there. Feels like things like a Scorpio is a Scorpio, but people think it's a, li- a, a Libra. I almost called you a Libra. Well, mm. oh, or shadow. Oh. I'm starting my last semester as an undergraduate student in January. Nice. And in May, I'll have a bachelor's degree in psychology from Chico State. Nice. I'm a first-generation college student, so it's a pretty big deal for me. My work experience has been limited to mainly working in restaurants, and I'm cr- just like Jay Leto. And I'm currently a preschool <laughs> teacher, but those days are finally coming to a close in a few short weeks. Yes. So here's my question. I'm starting a new job with a company that I actually care about and I'm excited to work for. It's an entry-level position, customer service representative, but there's plenty of opportunities to grow within the company, marketing, HR positions, et cetera, once I have my degree. What is your advice for establishing yourself as a bad bitch? I'm extremely confident in my abilities to perform my work duties, but I struggle with networking and putting myself out there beyond the normal day-to-day work routine. I have a killer work ethic, but I'm an introvert at heart and tend to stay to myself at work because my focus is on, you know, working. I want the team leaders and supervisors to see me as a force to be reckoned with so they keep me in mind when possibly applying for future positions. I hope that made sense and I didn't induce a headache for Michelle. I know those Yahoo questions are enough to almost kill you. Thanks for taking the time to read this. P.S. I've included pictures of my dog Marvin because he's just the cutest puppy ever. Aww. Is this... Wait. Okay, that's a cute dog. Is this her? That's Uh, her. You're gorgeous. Hi. You and this dog are gorgeous. Aww. Okay, so advice for going into a new job beginning that she likes uh, and being a bad bitch that's not looked over because she's an introvert. Somebody said, find the biggest guy there and beat their ass. (laughs) (laughs) That might do it. I mean, that's solid. You can definitely make a first impression. Yes. You'll you'll meet HR right away. Thanks, Brad. (laughs) Um, So... Oh, we don't trust Brad's. Oh, don't don't, we not? I don't know know you, Brad, but we don't trust Brad's. Oh, I don't know any Brad's. Hashtag sorry, Brad. I know... um, um, Brad, I don't know anybody named Brad, honestly. And you're better for it. <laughs> I'm sure you're a very nice Brad, but we've met some demons. Oh, okay. And by men, I'm in fucked. Um, uh, okay, so um, how to be a bad bitch. Well, ooh, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, right, when you yeah, start I working. Yeah, I, 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 well, based on what she looks like, because I'm looking at, at her picture. We're creeping. I've seen her picture. Well, I've seen her picture because she sent it. You're not a bitch. You're not a bad bitch in that way. Like mm. you are, you you seem really, really uh, secure in who you are in terms of what you p- put out there. You know, you're introvert and you don't apologize for it. So I just think you should just continue to be who you are because you got the job. So you did. You already got the job. I mean, I think the reality is that moving up in that in that situation is going to come with time right so just feel yourself out and yeah i think it's gonna come with time and then i think also just like you're an introvert and you don't have to be everyone's best friend at the office by any means but like if you can find a person or two there that you really like getting on with yeah um i think that'll make your time there better and just i would just you know offer if you see opportunities to step up step up to them and and see how far you can get with that. Right. Because I Some, think your boss is going to be paying attention. But yeah. Somebody else said um, compartmentalize networking into day-to-day tasks like talk to X about Y and check them off. Makes, makes it more approachable as a work-oriented introvert. 
in, in my opinion. Oh, so setting up is like task based yeah. ways of interacting How, with people. Yeah, and that might work. She's a Scorpio. She needs she likes to cross things Bitch, off. I my entire apartment is literally list. You saw that, I, right? Yeah, there's I, there's post-it notes. It's there's, like a scary movie in here. There's whiteboards. <laughs> <laughs> there's post-it notes behind this it's of like, possible titles for things. It's like single white female, hand okay. that box the cradle. But single white female, and I'm focused on my job. <laughs> <laughs> single white female, if instead of wanting to be some random woman... No, it, you don't want to be some random woman. Oh, not, not the crazy one. Oh, I... I I'm looking, the way that she was looking at that other woman, I'm looking at money. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at money in a very focused way. Yes. Post-its so. everywhere. I, 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 would, I would say, yeah, just be, just be yourself. Continue to be yourself because you got the job. And just let time kind of play out. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I would say. This one's going to be good. Title is, Do I Owe Her My Friendship? I can oh. already tell you Michelle's fucking answer. Oh, bitch. Okay. Uh, Hi. Wait. Wait. <laughs> the, my favorite part of the mobile setup is Michelle can talk in the mic when she is good and goddamn ready, and I don't have to do anything. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, okay. This is not a Yahoo question, right? This is not a Yahoo question. This was sent to our email. Mm. Hi, Megan and Michelle. Mm-mm. Firstly, I love... Your podcast. Mm-hmm. She did that on purpose because she knows she's about to be ridiculous in a Passive second. aggressive. This is a water sign. I thoroughly enjoy what you guys are doing with this so far. Smiley face. That's passive aggressive. That's a Pisces. Mm-hmm. So backstory to my question. <laughs> I had the opportunity to pick up and move across the country to Washington State a couple years ago and stay with a friend of a friend until I got on my feet. I ended up staying with her family for about two months before getting an apartment of my own. In the meantime, I kind of became part of their family. I did errands with this friend, helped care for her kids, etc. Over that time, I basically became her therapist. I was there for her to the point that I was getting drained. I'm an empath as well, and this was too much for me. She expected so much from me, and I feel like I owe her my friendship as she doesn't have many friends. I have since moved wait, back... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? She says she feels she owes her, her I, friendship because the she doesn't have any friends. There's a reason she doesn't have many friends. I mean, that's this is this is the type of bitch that needs at least six to ten close friends just to take the load off. <laughs> <laughs> you got to distribute evenly amongst the group. <laughs> Why do you feel you owe your soul or part of your body or whatever to anyone? Mm. You know what I think it is. Uh, before we even get to the end of the question, I think it's because you're stay she's. They're staying with a friend of a friend, and then they're sitting there probably already. I don't even know if they're paying or what, but they're probably sitting there already feeling like indebted to people. No, never. Let me tell you something. When people, and there's no boundaries. When people offer you help, whether you ask for it or they offer, they volunteer it, that's their decision. That is not your decision. And you don't have to hold on to that for the rest of your life as a, as a sort of like um, a collateral yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of people do that shit to themselves where they they whether they've been made to feel that they need to be so much Well, I'm not here for that martyr life. I'm really Oh yeah, not. no. But I think a lot of people I I feel like I've met a lot of people that do that and I've probably done that at points in my life where it's like, "Oh, you at some point you saw someone around you that you grew up with doing that." And All you're right. like, "Yeah, this is how friendships are supposed to be." Let's finish reading this. Oh my lord. I you're already getting drained. I have since I have since moved back to the Midwest and I don't talk to her often. Every time she tries to reach out to me, I'm working. She wants me to call her several times a week and I loathe talking on the phone. I used being at work as my excuse, but I feel guilty. She let me stay with her at a time that I needed it. Do I owe her my friendship? 
love that you guys can physically see what Michelle's going through on the Instagram stream. <laughs> Just in a place. Just in a place. I <laughs> I want to say the right thing to this person. Say the necessary thing. You and I had a... Co- oh, I'll talk about this later, but we had a conversation recently where I was torn about what to do. And being torn about this thing made me realize that there's the right thing and then there's the necessary thing. Right. So I would say... Okay, the old me would say, block her, erase erase her, never think about her again. Love it. Right? Old Sagittarius but energy. We're not doing that. New this Sagittarius 2018, energy. 2018, that's not what we're doing. Okay. Um, the only ghosts we know are the ghosts we're fucking. Uh, w- somebody said something that I want to go back to. <laughs> they said, I'm loving these waiting for the bullshit facial expressions. <laughs> the truth. Y'all, I can't help myself. Okay. Be honest. Everything that you're saying to us, you need to say to her. Yeah. When she's like, I want you to call me a few times a week, you have to say, I don't like talking on the phone and I work. And don't make it, don't ever, and this is, this is something that empath, empath, empathetic people do, don't ever insert yourself as the issue. Mm. Don't ever insert yourself as oh, the I do issue. That. I've done that. Don't do that. Just talk about how they're making you feel. Don't yeah. talk about like, well, I know that you let me stay and all this other stuff because that what you're doing is you're opening up a space for them to then be combative with you in a way mm. that's going to make you feel even worse. My favorite thing to do, my newly favorite thing to do is to say things without any emotion right. back to someone. Just explain something with no Intent, no passive aggressive, no, anything. No. And then just watch them deconstruct because they don't understand how to deal with it. They're looking for a spot to turn it on you. Right. In some kind of way. Oh. When you just ooh. 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 Something's happening. Little, little trash. A bit of, little trash bit truck. of noise coming. Welcome to my fucking apartment. <laughs> Every goddamn morning. I would tell her, uh, uh, send her an email. Mm. Do not speak to her on the phone about it. Okay. Because if you speak to her on the phone about it, then there's you're going to spend two hours on the phone and you don't like being on the phone. Send her an email and, do, and don't check the email. Don't check her response no. in, until you're in a space where you're loving yourself and then you can read it and do not respond. Do not respond in anger because she's going to say something that's going to really piss you off. And she's going to be looking for a way to piss you off because that's probably a similar... She's probably had this happen several times where she's pushed past a boundary and right. people have let it go unte- unchecked for so long right. that then it became an issue. Right. She's codependent. Moving on. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. We haven't ignored you. We're just trying to do two things at once. We're trying to do eight things at while once. While under the influence. Okay. Somebody said they like my cat ears. Thank you. Uh, this title is How Do I Convince Myself That It's Okay to Still Feel Sad? Okay. Hi, Michelle and Megan. First of all, I love the podcast. Second, English is not my first language, so please bear with me. She's pretty good. I'm already better (laughs) than everyone. I'm a 20-year-old girl. I'm also a Libra, if that's relevant. I'll try to keep this short. Basically, how do I convince myself that it's okay to still feel sad? Six and a half years ago, one of my classmates died. She and her two sisters died when on summer break. Last Mm -hmm. January, a guy who also 
was my classmate, disappeared one night after a night out. Two days later, he was found dead. I wasn't extremely close with any of them, but I still considered them my friends. Three days ago, the girl would have turned 20, and I cried myself to sleep. I felt so ashamed. So many years have passed, and I'm still crying into my pillow. Today, I broke down crying over the guy and couldn't bring myself to tell my mom why as she comforted me. I know I still haven't grieved over the guy properly. When it happened, I was living with my ex, and I felt like my sadness was bothering him. So apart from the day it happened, I held it in as best as I could. Mm -mm. But now, living at home again, I should feel safe letting my feelings out. Still, I feel ashamed when I get overwhelmed with how unfair the world seems, and I don't know what to do but cry. I feel like I'm not allowed to be sad. So again, how do I convince myself that it's okay to still feel sad, and how do I start talking about it with my loved ones? Once again, sorry about any spelling mistakes, and thank you for such an amazing podcast. That was an excellent email. Pretty well done. Good I job. I mean, she had paragraphs. And I know. Sentence structure. Yeah. Well I, done. I, man, good job. Teach some of these people a thing or two. Um, <laughs> I, w- w- well, my experience with death um, is, is for, hmm. There's life. The one thing, and I've said this before, the the one thing that is guaranteed to all of us is death. True. That's the one thing that's guaranteed to all of us. A little gift for all of us. A Just don't gift. know how it's We're coming all dying. Wraps. Anytime somebody Surprise. says, somebody says, I don't, be careful, don't die. I mm. am dying. We're all dying. We're currently dying. We're currently dying. And today is the youngest that we'll ever be. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it went. Oh, oh there it went. <laughs> Just a second ago, oh, we were wow, really young. Wow, I was real young. Um, well, this has been poor taste because we're not laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have to laugh about death because yeah. it's so sad. Okay, so what I was gonna say was you just gotta get broken like me and Michelle so no. you can tell jokes about it. <laughs> the thing about death when you're still living, experiencing it, it's it lives on through you, so it doesn't fade. It only. It, it, it's never going to go away. Like when you lose somebody, somebody important to you or somebody that, that meant or, or was that uh, you held in high regard or whatever, that is going to affect you for the rest of your life. There's, there's no way around it. And certain days might come around where you remember them or their anniversary or their birthday or Christmas and whatever. It's, it's going to affect you. And you trying to hold in your sadness to not make other people uncomfortable, that's what you're telling yourself. You're telling yourself that because when people really, really love you, when they really, really care about you, they want you to be who you are and they want to be there for you. So you have to utilize the people in your life that want to be there for you because holding it in is only going to it's only going to fester and it's going to make you feel insane. It's going to make you feel like you're not allowed to do this and you shouldn't be doing this, but you should. You should be sad and you should be crying and you should be happy and you should be celebrating. Let that person, let th- those people live through you because yeah. they're no longer here. Yeah. And it's, I think and I think also just you sound like you're pretty self-aware, but I think be aware of what it is that you're upset about beyond just that because I think you're looking at some point in this email, you said something about like being upset about how unfair the world seems. Right. And I think that's the root of what it really is. It's, it is these people, but you also didn't know these people very well. So I think it's actually emblematic of a bigger Mm. connection to death and the realization that it can end so quickly and so meaninglessly seemingly. And 
randomly, and these were very young people that you've lost. Yeah, and she's 20. And so. it probably reminds you of your own mortality and the people around you. And so I think it's not even necessarily just about them. I think it's just grief itself at the realization that we all have, and we probably have a, many times throughout our life, yeah. which is that none of this is promised. No, it isn't. And and uh, what I've learned, of, I've had a lot of people die in close proximity, um, back to back, and I I realize that when I think of them in in, in whatever ways I'm thinking of them, that's me kind of play, um, I'm paying homage to their life, and so I need to commit to that, and allow myself to feel how I feel because that could be them speaking through me, that could mm. be me connecting with their spirit in some way. So I think that you're really sensitive to that, and I think it's beautiful because most people would rather just swallow it, you know? And it's it, it, it always comes back up, I'll tell you that much. Mm. It always, you cannot avoid it. Um, you can manage it, but yeah, you can't avoid it because death is all around us. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the biggest thing that I've done with death close to me is, is figure out a way of having some kind of routine ceremony. I do a day for Margaret for my grandma, but like something on a certain day or maybe going to do a certain thing that lets you, lets you think about that person. And as time goes on, it's not a, a sad thought that you have. It's really just like an appreciation that you have for them. And yeah. it, it makes them a little bit, poor, little bit more a part of your life as opposed to just like the sad moments. Right. And a, and a memory, like yeah, yeah, just yeah. a memory of like, uh, I know you're getting your reading tomorrow. So I'm so excited. About I know, that. but, um, I I'm got, nervous. I got a reading as well with the same person that Megan's going to be getting reading with tomorrow. And, um, you know, a lot of, she, she basically, she was like, Michelle, you got a lot of spirits on you. She was like a whole lot. She was like, some of them are trying to give you messages. Some of them you don't even know. And she was like, you're, getting deeper into your clairvoyance and and then she started talking about some of the people that have passed gone on and that I actually knew and there was so much you know people say they need closure I don't know if it's closure that I need mm. I think it's I, I don't think it's closure I think it's more it's more of a like a constant stream like I need to know what the stream is mm. because before I was going this way and this way and this way and then she told me something that shifted how I felt and changed what I what I thought what I thought I knew, because she was able to um, get in touch with the spirit, and it was just like such a release. I was like, okay, now I know where that's flowing, mm. and that feels good. So that that and that might change again. Yeah. But I don't think it's closure because I don't want to forget her. No. Do you know no. what I'm saying? I don't I don't feel guilty about anything, but I. I, I want to know that that she's still living and breathing through me. Yeah, I don't I don't think I think the idea of closure is so fascinating because I don't really know where in life you find closure. You, right, you don't really. You find maybe peace. Right. That's the last to a friend the other day. I was like, really, when it comes down to it, out of everything you could have, I just want I want peace. Right. Right. That's where it is. Yeah. And I think it's not not missing someone or not being sad or not wishing that they were here or not wondering like oh wow these new people they're in my life if they had known this person you know what would that have been and right are someone missing out by not knowing this person has impacted me so much but it really comes down to you just you have to keep moving right right and so how do you keep moving in the best way possible and honor the people that made you who you are right the, i think the the fascinating thing about death is that like in a moment like i've sat and watched somebody take their last breath 
And and the next hour, everybody's like, what do you want to eat? It was just so... Life just keeps yeah, going. Yeah, it's just like... Yeah. It, it really changes your mindset about like... This is just part of it. This is just a part of... It's, oh God, it's heavy, but it's, it's fascinating at the same time. I feel like that's, I mean, growing up in the Midwest, especially, I feel like they're very much people that are like, just got to get through the season, just got to get through this. Right. And uh, they treat death in the same way. Sometimes we're not good. Right. Doesn't help when no one talks about something, but there is very much a desire to, we, we can't sit here and cry about right. it. We have to keep moving. Right, right, right. And that's what it is. You have to keep moving. You have to keep moving. And, it, and if you have to cry, cry. Cry. Cry, and crying doesn't mean that you're stopping. That doesn't mean that you're. But you better cry and but walk. But you better. <laughs> <laughs> you better cry and. You move. better cry and walk, honey. <laughs> no, but I think I think you're in a in a space where you need to allow yourself. Just accept and allow. Accept and allow. Accept and allow. That's been it. my motto all year. Beautiful. Okay, <laughs> you want to do one more question? Wait. Do do we have? I do want to do one more question, but I also don't. We have any phone call? We don't know. Have no I don't phone. see any phone calls. Sorry, guys. So sorry. Don't need to make some phone calls. We so need to hear your voices. Okay, let's. Yeah, there is a, a voice number. Don't have it right now, but if you check our our iTunes, it's it's there in the episode oh. descriptions. Okay. Hi, Michelle and Megan. Okay, the title of this is "Who Makes the First Move and What Does It Mean If You Do." Firstly, I love both of you. We love you too. Thank you. Depending on this question. On on to the <laughs> dilemma. I met this guy on Tinder and we matched. So I, so I <laughs> we're already out of the depths of Michelle's life. And we matched. Oh my God. So I sent him a message. He seems sweet, not like the douchebags who hold puppies. What in their makes pictures. him sweet? You already got too many questions. I want to know what makes him sweet. When we, you, <laughs> you probably like, did like a smiley face emoji. That's the standard now. That's not a standard. That's all we have online. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> we talked for a little bit, and I invited him to get lunch with me sometime. I didn't plan a specific day or time. It was just a general invite. He said he was down to go. When I told my sister, whom I find kind of archaic when it comes to dating, she told me that I shouldn't have had to message him first or initiate dinner with him because it's his job. Yo, your sister sounds like someone that's lonely. Mm. Because it's his job to do that stuff if he likes me. <laughs> but we don't know that for sure because we just matched on Tinder and that's not enough info for me to conclude that. First of all, Tinder's a fucking dating app. It's a dating app. App. You don't fucking match with people. You know what? There are some people. I won't lie. There are people that match with people trying to sell them some business shit or looking for a pen pal. That's not the majority. If they are on Tinder, they're probably trying to fuck you. And all we can do is hope that they also want to hang out with you. Uh, we are not on penpals.com. You are not on Etsy buying a fucking calendar. You is, are on a goddamn is, dating app. Is there more? Must them there is. Uh, there is. If you're rocking back and forth. I find him attractive and I don't mind actively going for who I want, but what she said made me feel like I was being way too forward. Again, your sister sounds like she's alone. She also said that if a man really wants you, yo, your sister talks too much, he'd make the first move and will put an effort to be with you. My mom also agrees. Yo, your mom also sounds oh. like she's in a shitty fucking marriage too. You know what? Don't get any advice from any of those women. Do not listen. Listen to us. Okay. Yes. You you have to give up fealty and ties to your family because they are not doing right by you, and we will be your new mom and sister. <laughs> Seriously. I personally don't mind going for it, but I also don't want to force things too much. This guy and I are both students, so we're busy, and I haven't talked to him for at least two weeks. Oh, girl, on Tinder that is two years. He's probably married by now. Should I ask or was him out? Already married. Should I ask him out? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Should I ask him out formally with a date and time and hope that he doesn't think I'm thirsty, or wait for him to initiate meeting? We haven't met. But aren't you before. thirsty? You sound. 
sound thirsty to me. Sound parched. That sound <laughs> dry throat and everything. Honey, listen. Okay. Firstly, okay, tell. Tell. First, first two th- first two things. Okay, get get into the the one. What's on the one? <laughs> don't listen to your mom about men. And the second thing is don't listen to your sister about men. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's the only things you need to know. Or just relationships in general. Okay. Don't don't listen to them for anything. Don't listen to them because there's something to be said. I just can't wait to see where you go with this because I know what I want to say. About people who don't want to take responsibility for the things that happen in relationships that they're in. And your sister and your mother are those two people. I already know this. Yep. They the things end and it's because, oh, well, I shouldn't have done this. I was the problem and or this specific thing is the problem as opposed to just being... Oh, you just don't have the same fucking energy as a person that's in it. Right. Right. Now, I like your energy and I like your spunk because I asked my husband for a night to marry me. I love it. I got on my knees and I... And she got 13 years out of that fucking stone. I did. <laughs> I got two stones. Two and, of them. <laughs> and so I like that. I like that you go for what you want and I think that you should. However, this whole he's really sweet I need you to figure out for yourself what your time and your body and your soul is worth because you guys were messaging what for two weeks and he's really sweet. You've never spoken to him in person. You've oh, never first of all, seen they him were in speaking, person. They were speaking for minutes, I feel like. They were speaking for like a day. Okay, no. And then two weeks she hasn't talked no. to him because no. she's in her head about, I, oh, I didn't give a specific time and maybe I shouldn't give a specific time. How old are, how old are these this people? This is college. This is students. So at least co- maybe college, maybe high school, but probably college. Girl, get yourself a toy and... <laughs> Put your head in them books. Like Megan, I, on, like, Megan on AdamEve.com for yeah. 50% off of almost any one item with free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. Thank you. Megan, Megan with an H. I just think that you are rounding yourself up to be... You could be, if you listen to what I'm saying right now, you could be a force for everyone. And that's going to intimidate people because you're willing to go for yours. But you should always go for yours, right? Or you're, you're leaning on this kind of, I want to do this, but these people said that I should do this. But you're not looking at the source. Mm. And, and you need to be paying attention to the source you because I bet the source is lonely. <laughs> oh, oh, so lonely. <laughs> This is our cabaret show, our advice cabaret show. <laughs> Me and Michelle, pantsless on stage, <laughs> singing random show tunes and telling people how they fucked up their lives. Wow, sounds like a dream. I love it. Um, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, listen, first of all, if you were talking to someone two weeks ago on Tinder, they're probably not even on Tinder anymore. That's how Tinder works. Your, in fact, you even had a conversation and it didn't end abruptly. That's a miracle. But I think you're giving way too much power to this dude as being like, oh, my God, he was kind of nice. And we talked. And so, like, I'm in my head. You, there, you don't even know this person. And you're wound up like this. Hey, can can you just, imagine fucking going on a date? Can I just say, y'all need to let go of the word nice. I don't do nice. Okay? I do honesty. I do forthright. I do compassion. But I do not do nice. Nobody, nobody has to be nice to me. I do kind when I'm in the mood, too. I don't, I don't do nice. You don't have to be nice to me. I don't have to be nice to you. I like how everybody feels entitled 
to other people's niceness. I don't need to be nice to you. The other day I was in a, 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 a lift with someone, the driver. So it's just a series of lift recollections <laughs> that this bitch has on Twitter. And it's so good. And I was texting and he was, and I was clearly doing something. He's like, hey, what are you doing back there? And I looked up at him and I said, minding my business. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should be. I'm not here you to be friends with you. You should be focused on the road. Why are you looking at me? Do you know what I'm saying? And True. the thing is that like, but some people would be like, oh, that's so rude. Why? How is that rude? How am I the one that's rude? I, he doesn't know me. I'm in the back seat texting, being very quiet. And you're asking me what I'm doing. I don't know you. You are I don't need like to answer your fucking you questions. You are like Lyft's goddamn customer <laughs> nightmare because Lyft is probably sending all of these drivers prompts that they need to ask at least once every five minutes, or else they might not get five stars. And Michelle's like, "Don't fucking speak to me. <laughs> Who <laughs> said you could look in that mirror, bitch? Look in the other one. You will not look at me unless I want <laughs> to be looked at. You will not call me unless I wish for my husband friend to call me. You will not have an email where I can be reached." The fact that I'm in your back seat is a fucking blessing. And you should drop me off at where I said to go without speaking to me. Shut the fuck up. I just think that you ever seen a wedding crashes when she's like, yes. shut your goddamn mouth when you're talking to me. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> that's your entire spirit. Shut your fucking mouth when you're talking to me. I'll look at your soul and I'll decide if I want to engage. And otherwise, shut the fuck up. I'll tell you why I don't do nice. Because in this, this scenario... This person is on a site and a, a site that is a what a hookup site or an app that's a hook, a hookup app. Damn, I gotta eat this. I gotta lick the mic, Put y'all. It. Just <laughs> fucking, it's not that hard. For okay, you. okay. I'm sorry, it's been a while. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh god. So she's on this this the Tinder app and she is already. He seems really sweet. Like that's enough. <laughs> but the unfortunate reality is that I think for a lot of people, it's they not. talk themselves into thinking that's enough. It's not enough. Ooh, they're going to be so mad. <laughs> it's okay. My live ended, but it's fine. Um, it's not enough. It's not enough. Um, somebody being nice to you and, and sweet does not. Someone saying hi and asking yeah. what your age is yeah. and location is it's, not. It's, it, that does not qualify as good partner material. See, this is what's pro- this is what's the problem. This is what's the problem. This is what the problem is. Is when we were growing up on the internet, we learned that just because someone asks you your name, age, location, whatever, yeah, that person, ASL. that person probably wants to kill you. Whereas now people are like, they asked my name. Oh my god, they like me. Ooh, I got a story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is about the time that Michelle died after I- being in an AOL chat room. I was 16 years old. Okay. It wasn't AOL because I didn't have AOL, but it was one of them like, uh, you know, cheapy, yeah, ch- whatever. And I was ta- started talking to this guy in DC and we were talking back and forth and he started uh, mailing me pictures of himself. Ooh. And then, and I'm thinking, oh, but this is nothing. I'm ne- never going to see him. I can lie to him about uh, my age. And of course. He showed up. At my apartment, I was 16. He was 22. Okay. Yeah. Ma'am. And he knew, and I told him the truth and he didn't, and he didn't care. He didn't even care. A bitch. And that worried me. 
And uh-uh. as it should. Yeah, it worried me because he was a grown, like he was a fully grown man. Yeah. I had never, I was 16. I'd never been a man with a man. The fact that you told him you were 16 and he was like, whatever, tells me that he fucking knew you were 16 or hoped you were 16. Exactly. Exactly. And so I was like, I was able to kind of um, disassociate myself with him, but it was scary. And to think that, you know, there's people on these apps just like, exchanging what maybe five sentences and being like, Oh, he seems really sweet. I'm going to ask him out. (laughs) I guess, I guess we're getting married. No, honey, no, your brain. Here's what you need to do. Much more valuable. You need to be having a lot of conversations with a lot of different people, giving no fucking power to any of them because bitch, guess what you're doing? Dating. And dating means that you don't have to fucking sit there in a twisted ass knot over some bullshit that you don't know from someone that you've barely met. Exactly. Don't listen to your sister. Don't listen to your mom. Listen to us. Listen to us. Go on some dates with people that you've had more than just a fucking 15-minute conversation with Mm -hmm. and that you feel comfortable in a public place. In the daytime. In the daytime. And and you're already making excuses for this person. You don't even know them. Well, he's a student and he's very busy. Guess what? You're, this is the series of your life that's going to happen. Yeah. You're gonna, it's, this is how it's going to continue You're already going. in a relationship with somebody who doesn't even know you exist. You're in a relationship with someone who probably full-on has a girlfriend from someone else that responded on Tinder in less than two weeks. <laughs> right. Girl, don't do it to yourself. Bless you. We love you here. Be safe. Go and uh, And stop listening to your idiot family. Um, that's all we have today, girl. Oh, God. Uh, are we you, doing another podcast? After how are you this? feeling? We can do whatever you want. I, I feel like we, you know, I mean, now we're, that we're in a groove and now we don't have to sit in front of a camera. I can literally sit anywhere in the room. Yes. We can face each other. Okay. Let's do the next one like that. So then we'll, okay. so that's, so we'll have two Scorpio season sessions. Uh, is there, is there any, any little gems you want to leave the BBs with this week? Anything to think about? Maybe something that you've learned this week that you're like, Ooh, don't do this the way that I did it. And, or do it exactly the way that I did it because mm. you'll save yourself heartache. I think the best thing to do is to, I, I, I keep saying this, is accept and allow. So everything that, and I'm learning this uh, as in these hard lessons of my mid-30s. Um, <laughs> just accept and allow everything that's happening in your life because it's for you. For you. Everything is for you. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens is for you. It's not to you, but it's for you. There is a lesson in it. There's something for you to gain. And, and the, 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 you know, you don't know anything. We don't know shit. So if you think in your head, if you think in your head, if you're trying to save yourself with thinking, you're always going to find yourself at a stagnant point. And in order to move forward, you have to just allow and you just have to accept what's happening because then you're forever what you're doing is you're expanding your brain that way. You're allowing things to come into your brain that normally you'd be like, no, I don't want to deal with that or this hurts or this. Allow it to hurt, but keep going in it and, and be appreciative of it. But uh, I'm, I'm so appreciative of everything that's happened uh, this week and this year. Um, it seems, I said it, I said it um, on my Facebook, I said it seems really harsh and unfair, but I just see it as a fortune. I see yeah. it as my fortune. So I'm still alive. That's true. You're having you're having quite the year. Quite quite, quite a few the months. Year. It's a real test. It's a real fucking test. I feel like I went through not something similar, but when I first moved here too. Yeah. There's like there's everything that can go wrong goes wrong. Yeah. Uh, I would say this week, uh, remember why you said goodbye to people 
because this fucking Scorpio season, oh, Venus yeah. and whatever, has been a series of people from my past that either never made it happen or fucked it up, popping back up. I didn't even tell you, there was another, there was a guy that I like matched with on Tinder years ago. We never even met. This was just like a text conversation we had. And then we stopped talking. He randomly liked a photo of mine on Instagram and like DM'd me. And, oh my God, I'm going to read you this DM actually, because you know what? The minute I read it, I was like, this is a and I looked up his fucking birthday and I was fucking correct. Um, yeah, this random person that I never met. Hold on, let me look up his name without saying it. This is a talent. <laughs> he said, oh, hey, what's up? Hello. How are you? I said, I'm good. You? Meh. Going through it kind of and not really sure why, LOL. Oh, god. I said, going through it how? He said, just stressed, anxious. What am I doing with my life? What are you doing here in this DM? I said, how, why'd you stumble on my page again? He said, your picture was on my search page or something. And I was like, oh, there's a cute, familiar face. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> this is a conversation. And I immediately was like, who the fuck reaches out to anyone that they've never met, that they had like a weird interaction with on Tinder years ago, and is like, yeah, man, I'm just real fucked up over some stuff, but I don't really know, LOL. Are, for, you can't even communicate your emotions of what you're dealing with, and I don't even know you. So why would I even? Yeah, I had that. I had an ex that blew me off that we were supposed to meet at a coffee shop after four years because well, he wants that. to be friends and he just didn't show up until two hours later, didn't text me till three hours later. Uh, Classy. Yeah, so great. And then he got blocked because he was doing the same passive aggressive shit. And I, I had that moment where I was like, oh, this is why this ended. Mm. This is exactly why this ended. You haven't changed. The way you're reacting is still this like passive aggressive. Yeah. I need to... We even had a, a point where I was just like, I just think it's fucked up. You didn't do that. All you, I said, all you had to do was say, oh, I fucked Be up. decent human being. How can I make it up to you? Or like uh, knowing that I'm not driving back out to Pasadena. Right. To all this. I was just doing this because I felt bad. I, you kept reaching out all the time and I was just kind of blowing you off. Right. I did you a favor mm -hmm. and you didn't show up. I was like, you, th you're building this up into something. You just had to say sorry or just whatever. And um, he said to me, well, you, I'm not going to explain myself because you don't, you don't pay my bills and you don't propel me in life and you don't, and I, and I said that this is done. This is done. This, this energy or attitude of, it has nothing to do with you. Has nothing to do with me. And it's like, I'm just telling you as someone that you want to be friends with, hey, this was kind of fucked that was up. A boundary. And because I don't, you don't want to feel any kind of bad about anything. Right. It's easier to say, well, you're not someone that does anything for me. So, that's not how friendship works. Right, right. And I did something for you. I showed up. Right. So now you've lost just, another person. And just acknowledge that you didn't. And this is someone I remember, like, because we only dated for a month. But I remember in the beginning, just uh, like this girl, oh, just overlooking mm -hmm. red flags, overlooking things, because I was like, but he's cute and he's attracted to me. Right. And that's, like, enough. Right. And it's a very different person than who I am now, but... Uh, I remember everything, every story he told me, it was always someone else's fault. Yeah. It was always like someone was doing this to him. And it's Virgo like, oh shit. He was a fucking Sagittarius. Was he? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, wait, wait, no. Remember I told you? Remember what I said? What'd you say? I said that if a Sagittarius is not raised properly, yeah. they're fucking sociopaths. Yeah, that's, yeah. He's caught in a weird in between. They're, they're sociopaths in a way that 
is way worse than any shitty Virgo man you've ever met. And that's why this was the one person that after a month when he pulled this shit, because I remember he was saying something to me. I was like, I don't like the way you're talking to me. And I wrote him this paragraph and he goes, that's too long. I'm not going to read that. And I was like, this is done then. But it was the only guy really that I've like, once he did that, it just all turned off. And I was like, okay, done. I wasn't sad about it. Just done. That was my body telling me to get the fuck out. And he's not and he's not even he's not a narcissist. He's not a he's not a psychopath. He's just it's, he's a, I'm telling you, when a Sagittarius is not raised, listen. <laughs> Michelle's psychology astrology degree. <laughs> because we could either be evil or or there, there's no in between. Because yeah. we're all or nothing. Mm. So either either we're compassionate people or we're self-righteous sons of bitches. I think Scorpios have some of that in them that too. That are yeah, but yours is balanced in a way. Yeah. That Sagittarius it's is not balanced. Mm-mm. It's either or. It's it it's either or. I actually had a family member that I don't speak to anymore. She was fucking nuts. Mm. We'll save that story for another time. Okay. Well, <laughs> basically, my lesson was like, remember why you said goodbye to people because it's gonna pop back up and they're gonna show you exactly. They're gonna remind you, but just get out quicker than you did the first time. Because Amen. They wasted enough of your time. Oh, guys, this is a long one for you. You can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. You can find me M I S H A L M O O R E. That's my whole name. I love it. The Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> Michelle Moore on any platform, form, wherever. That's me. If you want to listen to the podcast, well, you're here. Uh, but otherwise, Google it. It's on <laughs> iTunes. It's on a bunch of places. Please. And please don't give me like random. I get tech or tweets sometimes from people being like, why don't you have it on? And then insert a name of something I've never heard of in my entire life. And it's like, okay, either... You got to go on Google Play or iTunes. It's one of the two. I don't know what to tell you. There's Android or Also, iPhone. why are you talking to me? Also, just, yeah. <laughs> so that's the Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm like, of course you're talking to me. I'm fucking great. Why wouldn't you talk to me? What an honor. Okay. Uh, make sure you check back with us every Wednesday. We're putting up a new episode. And then also, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we usually do Q&As on Wednesdays to give advice. So mm-hmm. a little another chance to get some free advice from us. Just, uh, just that one chance, though. Just and be and, and Michelle has a lot of rules <laughs> every week on what you're allowed I to do. ask and how you're allowed to ask I it. Do. So I do. Be careful. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Have fun, bitch.